Welcome to SF Site Audio Reviews. For this podcast, we're listening to The Maze Runner by James Dashner, read by Mark Deacons. A 16-year-old boy named Thomas wakes up in a darkened, slow-moving freight elevator. He remembers his name, but his past is shrouded in amnesia. He can't quite remember who he is or why some of the teenagers who lift him to the surface of the juvenile detention center they call the Glade seem familiar. He doesn't panic. Thomas is the newest inmate in a strange prison where food and clothing are provided, and there seems to be only one goal, solve and get through the giant maze that towers next to their world. He makes a few friends who think he might make a difference, and he makes a few dangerous enemies. Listen as Thomas is accused of being a traitor. If you kill me, Ben shrieked, spittle flying from his mouth far enough to hit Thomas in the face. You'll get the wrong guy. He snapped his gaze back to Thomas. He's the shank you want to kill. His voice was full of madness. Don't be stupid, Ben, Albie said, his voice calm as he continued to aim the arrow. Thomas just got here. Ain't nothing to worry about. You're still bugging from the changing. You should have never left your bed. He's not one of us, Ben shouted. I saw him. He's... he's bad. We have to kill him. Let me gut him. Thomas took an involuntary step backward, horrified by what Ben had said. What did he mean he'd seen him? Why did he think Thomas was bad? Albie hadn't moved his weapon an inch, still aiming for Ben. You leave that to me and the keepers to figure out, shuckface. He'll want to take us home, Ben said. He'll want to get us out of the maze. Better we all jumped off the cliff. Better we tore each other's guts out. Star Trek veteran Mark Deacons reads The Maze Runner with great energy and focus. He's best with the dialogue between characters. Here, Newt, Ming-Ho, and Thomas argue about whether to talk with Teresa, who is the only girl in the story and maybe a link to the outside world. Let her out. Thomas stood by the cell door, arms folded. Let her out, and then we'll talk. Trust me, you want to hear it. Newt was covered in soot and dirt, his hair matted with sweat. He certainly didn't seem to be in a very good mood. Tommy, this is... Please, just open it. Let her out. Please. He wouldn't give up this time. Minho stood in front of the door with his hands on his hips. How can we trust her? He asked. Soon as she woke up, the whole place fell to pieces. She even admitted she triggered something. He's got a point, Newt said. Thomas gestured through the door at Teresa. We can trust her. Every time I've talked to her, it's something about trying to get out of here. She was sent her just like the rest of us. It's stupid to think she's responsible for any of this. Newt grunted. What the bloody shuck did she mean by saying she triggered something? Finally, somebody's going to have to enter the maze at night, when the half-animal, half-mechanical reavers roam the giant corridors. This may be Thomas's only chance to save his friends and solve the mystery. There were only seconds left until it shut completely. They had no chance of making it in time. No chance at all. Thomas turned to look at Newt, limping along as well as he could. He'd only made it halfway to Thomas. He looked back into the maze, at the closing wall. Only a few feet more, and it'd be over. Minho stumbled up ahead, fell to the ground. They weren't going to make it. Time was up. That was it. Thomas heard Newt scream something from behind him. Don't do it, Tommy! Don't you bloody do it! 
The rods on the right wall seemed to reach like stretched-out arms for their home, grasping for those little holes that would serve as their resting place for the night. The crunching, grinding sound of the doors filled the air, deafening. Five feet, four feet, three, two. Thomas knew he had no choice. He moved. Forward. He squeezed past the connecting rods at the last second and stepped into the maze. So welcome to the emerging subgenre of children's dystopias, where the fantasies are getting darker and the futures bleaker. When listening, it's hard not to think of William Golding's classic, Lord of the Flies, or that old warhorse and bane of every middle school English class, A Most Dangerous Game, by Richard Connell. But The Maze Runner has a lot going for it, a strange, well-realized world, and a number of interesting threads. And most importantly, it offers engaging characters and a good reading performance that kept me listening right on through to the surprising conclusion. We've been listening to The Maze Runner by James Dashner. This ten-and-a-half-hour unabridged novel is read by Mark Deakins and published by Listening Library. Reviewing for SF Site Audio, I'm Brian Price.